She's Robin. She's Alex. And this is Coworkers Killing Time. And here we talk about everything. Enjoy! Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is episode 34 of Coworkers Killing Time. We're cranking right along. Yes, it is very nice weather today. So you may hear planes and birds in the background because I have all the windows open in my house. I heard an owl when I was coming in. Oh, very nice. Very nice. That's kind of weird because it's the middle of the day. They're out there. Yeah. So. Hoot hooting. We are talking about urban legends today in our state urban legend series. So if you have not listened to the other episodes, please go back and listen to the other states that we've already covered and then come listen to this. We are talking about Hawaii and Idaho today. So I have been to to both states. (laughs) I do want to preface this by saying I have been to Hawaii when I was pregnant with my oldest son, uh, that was the first incentive trip I ever earned with my Sensi business. Wow. So that was why we went to Hawaii, because from the east coast of the United States, it's very expensive to fly there. Oh, for so sure. we would probably not have gone there otherwise. That's awesome. Have you ever been there? Never. No. And I've been to Idaho, which not many people have been to. Never. Because that's where Sensi is located. So I went there for a training probably like five years ago. Well, that's pretty cool. To um, Boise area. Do you wish that you knew these urban or that those urban legends for Idaho then? Do you so, wish you knew? I have three urban legends. I did a lot of research into my urban legends, and most are like Native American old legends, but I didn't cover those Mm -hmm. because I felt like a lot of our episodes before this had covered those. So I covered more recent urban legends. One, everyone knows about. The second one's kind of just like a weird, funny thing. And then the third one is just unbelievable. Okay. And, And I feel like the third one, though, I kind of knew about before I went. Okay. But I don't understand why. It's a Do thing. they also have melon heads there? I didn't look into that. <laughs> I feel like every state must have. I really? Know. I don't know. It feels. Hmm. It seems like we were just talking about the other day when I was at a cookout um, on Monday, actually, about somebody was listening to our podcast and said something about the melon heads, which you know I had never heard of, right? Until we did our show. But they were. They're like, yeah, we grew up in not Stratford, it's... um Oh, in Connecticut. It's down there somewhere in Connecticut. That Yeah, the melon heads are... They're a big thing. Yeah, in Connecticut, I have heard about that. I haven't heard about other states having that. Does Hawaii have that or something? Uh, No. Oh, okay. I thought thought that I had heard that they were in other states. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I'm hallucinating. I don't know. So I think maybe this time, instead of covering each state, we could just go, like, back and forth about our urban legends. Because mine are not... My first one's not very, very long. Uh, I did get my information for my portion from onlyinyourstate.com, which I like for other things aside from urban legends. I have a lot of state information. So... Definitely check out that website if you're looking for any info of anything for states. Yeah. Um, and then I love to go to Reddit. I say that every episode, but I went to Reddit and it's like the r slash, which is the page names, um, Idaho. So it's a page oh, for okay. Idaho. And I searched like Idaho urban legends in there. So we're going to start out with a Bigfoot story. Okay. So uh, if, if you don't know, my husband is very tall. He's 6'5", and his nickname is the Dan Squatch. So anything <laughs> that... Um, has to do with Bigfoot or Sasquatch he loves, so I'm sure he's going to appreciate this. Okay. But this is from March 24th, 2017. 
A tense 50-year-old woman entered the, I'm going to butcher these names, but I think it's Lata County Sheriff's Office around 1230 a.m. to report the incident. She was driving on US 95 north of the Potlatch Y, which it must be like, Potlatch is like an area or a town, so the Y must be like roads coming together. Around 11 p.m. Wednesday, the woman believed she saw a Sasquatch chasing some deer. When she looked into the mirror to catch a glimpse of the beast, she hit a deer with her car, like one of the deer that was running away from the Sasquatch. So she went to the police station and she described the Sasquatch as seven to eight feet tall. She said that between the time that she hit the Sasquatch and then went to the police station, she did go and pick her husband up from work and then drive to the police station to report the incident, which which explains why she's out at 11 p.m. on a Wednesday. Yes. Because she was picking him up. Because at first I was like, were you you drinking? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The cops did report to the scene and found evidence of the crash, but no evidence of Bigfoot. Okay. So I just wanted to share that because Bigfoot is a notorious urban legend and it's yeah. definitely not localized to just Idaho. It's like all over the place. I think it's everywhere, right? Like wooded places. Is it? I think I've heard about it like in the Pacific Northwest too yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Yeah, anywhere that's like highly wooded, like New York City, you're never going to hear about right. it. But like but here you York, could. You might. Yeah. yeah. And, like, in New England and in the coastlines where it's wooded. And the Pacific Northwest, of course, because the weather would be more, like, temperate for that. Yeah. Interesting. So that's my first story. Okay. So, but she's hanging on to the fact that she saw... Yeah, she saw a seven to eight foot hairy man chasing deer. Imagine her husband when he got into the car and she was like, you're never going to guess what just happened. <laughs> well, if it was my husband, he would have gotten into the car and been like, what the hell is wrong with the mirror of the car? Oh, yeah. Or the car, because you hit it, what not the mirror. She looked into the mirror. But what the hell's wrong with the car? Because you left the scene of hitting a deer? <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, so for Hawaii, and I'm totally not going to uh, say any of these names. Oh, correctly. for sure not. Because it's just, I can't. No. So they have one. It says, don't take pork over the poly. P-A-L-I. Poly. Okay. Let's call it poly. Sure. So Old Polly wrote, one of the most well-known creepy folktales from Hawaii says you shouldn't carry pork over the poly highway, Route 61 in Oahu. Those who have disregarded this advice have had their car stall out, refusing to start again until the pork was thrown out. Some say the pork protocol comes from an old love feud between Pele, the goddess of fire, and Kamapua, the pigman god. On the big island, a variation <laughs> of this folktale says the drivers crossing between the east and west over saddle road should toss the pork. Interesting. So, I just want to interject and yeah. say Pele is the goddess that the lady from the Love Has One cult purported to be from our cults episode. Oh my, we have another one about Pele. Yeah, remember? That's why they didn't want her going to Hawaii. So make sure you go listen to that episode, (laughs) our first cults episode. And we should do our next cults episode after these two. Yes. So, oh, okay. So she thinks she's she's Pele, like, She thought that she was, yes. And then she tried to go to Hawaii after saying that, and they were like, no, No, thank you. No, you can't. Get out of here. Go away. Get out of here, blonde white lady. Yeah, I don't think... (laughs) You don't embody... You are not. ...the goddess of, like, fire. No, thank you. Okay. (laughs) Too funny. (laughs) 
Am I doing another one? Oh, no, I'll one? do my next oh, one. Okay. So the next one is The Moss Man of Idaho. All right. This is also a more recent tale. This is from 1984. Okay. So the legend goes that a transient man got drunk one night in Frenchman's Bend Hot Springs and woke up the next day with his clothes frozen. Okay. So, like, he got drunk, went to the hot springs, stripped down, went yeah. to the hot springs, left his clothes out, and it was wintertime, and it snows in Idaho. Sure. So, his clothes were frozen, so he couldn't get them. Okay. So, his solution was to stay in the hot springs. Just keep hanging out? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, he stayed there for 28 days until he was found with moss growing on his back oh. by cross-country skiers. And there used to be, it's not available anymore, because when I was doing my research, I tried to click the hyperlink to it, but it said it had been deleted. There was a blog post written by the skiers who found him, like, detailing his, the legend of saw. the moss man. But when you click it, it doesn't work anymore. Mm. Like, it's been deleted. Yeah. To get water during, and I have his whole series of events because I figured you would ask. Yeah. So to get water during this time, he would head to the main stream, drink water, and then rush back to the hot spring to retain warmth because he's naked and yeah. all wet. Yeah. So for days. And it's cold and yeah. winter time. So he has to just run back and sit in the hot springs. The skiers, like multiple different groups of skiers, would venture by and see him and be like, do you need help? Are you okay? And he would say it was fine because he was stubborn and he wanted to try to find a way to rescue himself. Oh, my. Typical man. Yeah. So, typical naked man stuck in a hot spring. Growing moss on his back. (laughs) So, finally, uh, a group of cross-country skiers did come by and he asks for their help, realizing that if he wasn't rescued soon, he might die. Because there was a story that he had seen a deer that had been killed by a wolf out in the snow and was going to, like, try to crawl and get some of the deer to eat. But, again, how would you cook it? Boil it in the hot spring (laughs) that you've been stewing in for 28 days? Um, And And then, so he didn't do that, and then he was just drinking water, so he knew that he needed food. So his skin was cracked and peeling, and his back and hair was covered in moss. So awful. He was there for the 28 days, and they believe that he lost 60 pounds during those days. He was 6 foot 2 and 210 pounds when he entered the area. So now, every year in Idaho, they have an annual festival to commemorate the events. It's Moss Man commemoration and pagan fun fest <laughs> gross what do they do i don't Is know moss themed everything i don't know i didn't like research into it i just thought that that was funny that this happened in 1984 and the article that i was reading about all of it did say that to get his like height and weight and everything they interviewed his sister-in-law so like it was a real person but okay i feel like parts of it are a legend, like, maybe there wasn't moss growing. I don't know. Did they ever release his name? No, and they changed his name to Moss Man to protect his oh, identity, goodness. it said. Okay, but they did track down Moss Man's sister-in-law. Apparently. Okay. So or she came forward knows. and said. Oh, but then again, who knows if that's true. Right. It could just be somebody trying to get attention. Right. So that's, I think, the other reason that it's a legend, because they never found out who it was. Unless they did, and I just wasn't reading local articles. Yeah. Because most of what I did find was from 2017 or 18. Okay. So if you know, let us know. Please let us know. Can I just say how creeped out I get, like, when there's moss growing on the roof, like, of my house <laughs> or anybody's home? And my husband, has, you know, he'll, like, yeah. he'll get it off of there. And then it's just, like, in these clumps, like, on the ground. And yeah. whenever I see it, I get, like, totally freaked. I'm like, it just grosses me out. So the fact that that 
was growing on this person's body really yeah. upsets me. In inside. his cracked skin. Oh, God. It's so kind upsetting. of really disgusting. It's really off-putting. <laughs> I don't like it. So, yeah, we have moss growing on our shed out back on the top, so it needs a new roof, and it's very, like, weird-looking, but... Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was something else. I feel like there has to be... Somebody who knows something. Yeah, there has to be. No, like yeah, and, it, and apparently the guy who it happened to was in his 20s in 1984, so he would still be alive. Sure. All right, maybe he'll hear us and he can let us know what <laughs> happened. <laughs> you never know. Okay, so I have another one. I'm, they're very they're very short, but... Okay. One, it says, watch out for night marchers. Have you heard of the night marchers? No. Making eye contact with night marchers will be the end of you. Hmm. Okay, so that's spooky. Ghosts of old Hawaiian of old Hawaiian warriors travel along set paths, often in and around places where battles took place or near. Hmm, I don't know. Hi, Hiyo, H e i a u Hiyo. Traditional Hawaiian places of worship. People living nearby nearby the path say they've heard drumming. And conch shells blowing. Hmm. Those who've seen them say the night marchers have no legs, have no legs and walk on air. If you make eye contact, how are they walking? There's no <laughs> legs, but they're just so they're night floaters. They're not marching anywhere. If you make eye contact with one of them, they will take you with them to the spirit world, unless a relative takes your place. Oh, that sounds like the skinwalker thing. If you maybe. Yeah, because that's Native have, Americans. Have legs, right? Yes, okay. because there are people who can transform into animals, right. but if you, like, look at them, they'll, like, your soul capture their soul or something. If you find yourself in the path of night marchers, you should get out of there. I mean, that's yeah. really If I advice. saw a bunch of ghosts <laughs> with no legs walking anywhere, I'd be like, oh, I'm not going over there. <laughs> if you can't, you should belly down on the ground to okay. show respect. Oh. And most definitely do not look up when they try to provoke you. Huh. So they're going to try to So now they're going to just stand over you. All I can think about with the no legs thing is like, you know, when like your Barbie doll's leg would fall out and it would just be like the empty pelvis thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that what they look like? I don't know. <laughs> sounds, sounds kind of accurate. Do you want me to do another one? Oh, no, I actually short, have two but... more. Okay, so good. Okay. I forgot that I had written this one down. So this is various lake monsters. Idaho has a lot of lakes and all of these lakes apparently have lake monsters Every inside one of them. them. Okay. So there is the Bear Lake Monster, the Lake Penned Oriel Paddler, and then Charlie, a Payette Lake Legend, which the Payette are the, the Native Americans. So the monsters are long, brownish, green or gray, depending on which one it is. So I have a little info about each one. Charlie was actually named by a newspaper contest. And the picture that I saw reminds me of the Loch Ness Monster in description. Like, it's like a serpenty kind of thing with a long neck. Mm-hmm. And um, she's very gentle, or he, and has never attacked anyone. Like, okay, nothing's good. ever been reported about that. The Oriel Paddler, however, is said to be from the Jurassic era and survived extinction. Wow. But, however, that's also, like, long... And kind of, like, serpenty. So, same description. Similar. And then the Bear Lake monster is the one that you don't want to be around. That's from... The legend came from a Mormon colonizer, Joseph C. Rich, who recorded others' second... Like, he recorded secondhand accounts of other people citing it. But, recently, a 25-foot decomposed carcass was found on the shore of the lake. So, the locals believe that the monster died. 
And this monster would attack people. It would use its long neck to drag people into the water and attack them. Are there pictures of the 25-foot carcass? Uh, No. Okay. And that was from Only in Your State, from the Idaho page. There was not. There was just pictures of, like, the different lakes. But I did not see a picture of the carcass. It might be in their local news or anything, or something. But I was just like, there's a lot of lake monster (laughs) urban legends here. What's going on, Idaho? I don't know. Interesting. Idaho has a lot. Okay. Okay. I'd be I'd be curious to see the <laughs> like the picture of the twenty five foot carcass. Yeah, I'll Google it while you're you know? reading your next story to okay. see if we can find anything. Yeah, let's let's look. Um, let's go to the ghosts that choke you in your sleep. What? So this sounds very inviting if you want to go to Hawaii. The choking ghost is said to be the most prevalent ghost on the islands. Uh, in the islands, perhaps because so many cultures have a version of the choking ghost. In Hawaii, everyone seems to have a story about waking up in the middle of the night and feeling like something is pressing on your chest and choking you. That's sleep paralysis. <laughs> you try to scream, but you can't. Right? That's sleep paralysis. You try to move, but that fails too. And just when you think you'll suffocate, the ghost leaves. So I think you're right. Yeah. I feel like that that probably is just... Yeah. Sleep paralysis, which has never happened to me, but I think yeah. you said it happened to yes. you, right? Mm-hmm. And Amy said that it happened to her yeah. when she came on for her episode. So, so that I episode think is called Getting Scared is Better with Friends, if you want to listen to that episode. That was a great one, too. So I think that maybe people are just assuming in Hawaii. I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh, it must be a ghost. It must be a ghost. Or, a or it's like an older legend. Yeah. Could be that. But I, so I, ever, I, I hope I never, ever experience... Sleep paralysis. That's I did that's find terrible. the photo of the 25-foot oh, carcass. Good. So it's from World News Daily Report. Utah remains of mysterious creature were discovered at Bear Lake. Garden City, Utah. The remains of a large unidentified creature resembling a dinosaur. First of all, it looks, the picture looks like a penis with a bird face and a beak. <laughs> it's almost as good oh. as Santa. Almost as wow. good. So I've already saved it for okay, Instagram. Good. good. So um, you guys have to check that one out. <laughs> um, resembling a dinosaur, were found this morning on the western shore of Bear Lake, giving rise to many rumors concerning the legendary monster associated with this site. The decomposed remains were found by a couple of locals who were walking around the lake shore. I'm not going to say the people's names, but they noticed a foul smell while they were still hundreds of yards away and decided to investigate, leading to the discovery of a 20 foot 25-foot-long carcass. We walk here almost every day, but we have never seen anything like this. We could smell the stench from almost a mile away and knew that there was something wrong. When we finally found the corpse, we couldn't believe our eyes. It's really huge, and it almost looks like a rotting dinosaur. That's not a, a kind of creature I ever expected to find in Utah. So here's another photo from the article, and I'm going to save this one also. So again, go to our Instagram if you want to see these, but this photo looks more like a dinosaur and what they're talking about and super creepy. And now I'm afraid to swim in lakes. I was already afraid to swim in the ocean (laughs) because it's just endless. But now, yeah, lakes. I don't really love lakes at all. No. So a group of experts from the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources was rapidly dispatched on site to inspect the creature. They told reporters the remains looked somewhat similar to a crocodile or a 
Mosasaur, an extinct group of large marine reptiles, but more tests and analysis are necessarily are necessary to determine the true nature of the creature. But that hasn't happened, or maybe it hasn't. We don't know. So, um, I I don't know. I didn't read. I, okay. There's this this article. No, that hasn't happened because it was just like the discovery. And then here is the picture of what a mosasaur or mesosaur looked like so hopefully i saved that too so that will be on our instagram as well hopefully that's not what was in the lake and hopefully those don't exist anymore (laughs) because good lord that's pretty big but that one doesn't doesn't appear penis like no the other one just looks like it like exploded into a flat penis (laughs) with a beak and then the picture so yeah when you go to look at these pictures that will be the first picture of it is the one we're talking about the most yeah and then i'll put the back view where it looks like a dinosaur and then i'll put the original dinosaur composite photo well I mean, I've always been very leery of lakes my my whole life. And the funny thing is, I've like I've always been. Mm-hmm. So I always go or have mm-hmm. been around lakes my whole life, but I have never ever liked lake water. Yeah. I like being on top of the water, but like super in a safe manner. Like right. I can't. Robo- my husband just bought kayaks. Like, right. And we're gonna we're gonna give this a shot this summer. <laughs> we're gonna kayak, but I need to kayak in like three. Like three foot water, like yeah, streams or something. So we like kayak, that. and for the first usually five minutes, I'm a little nervous because I don't like swimming with living things. No, me either. And mm-hmm. and the and of course, lake water is like black. Yes, it is. almost. So you can't see anything. And there could be houses down there, like gardener, like <laughs> yeah. And then like a turtle will come up out of nowhere, no. or you'll see fish no, swimming. They'll touch you. Um, or you'll see bubbles, and you're like, oh, what is that? <laughs> but I do like kayaking. Is it is happening? relaxing. I like it. Yeah, well, so, we'll have to we'll have like to come it. upon a place that's sort of shallow and that I yeah. can see what's <laughs> happening. That's it's going to be tough, but that's yeah. what I'm going to have to have. I cannot go in the middle of a lake, and God forbid there's any kind of those like swampy areas with those lily pads. Oh yeah, I, I can't. Every time cannot, we go, there's one area like that that we like turn around in. My sister-in-law, who has since passed away, she she had a house on a lake somewhere in Watertown, Connecticut. And I remember one day we went there, and the entire lake was green. It mm-hmm. was just a green, it was a green swan. It was like an <laughs> algae bloom. And I was so upset inside. I was just like, what is happening that this entire huge, and it's a huge lake, right. body of water is green. And yeah. people are just like going about their daily lives, like on the lake, around the lake. Oh, I don't no. think people were swimming, but yeah, they were, like, Yeah, of course people. not, because they don't let you do no, stuff when that's like but, that. Because, like, at Crystal Lake oh, here, so they horrified. don't let you swim if there's, like, those bacterial outbreaks. Yeah. They te- that's why they test the water. And if it gets too hot or we have a heat wave, you can't swim in the lake. Right. And then, like, Florida, they have red tides all the, the time. Tide, that's yeah. gross. That is also very disgusting. Yeah. Have you kayaked in Crystal Lake? I have not. Dan has. We kayaked in... Some towns around us. I don't really know. Okay. One is out towards, like, uh, Woodstock area. We went out there. Okay. And that was really fun. But that had a lot of lily pads. You wouldn't so like it. So can't do that. Cannot. And, like, one part of it is pretty deep. No. So you wouldn't like No, I that. need very shallow, like, I think we were, running we've gone water. three times. But Dan goes all the time. He loves right. kayaking. Loves it. No, I need to find a little shallow, clear <laughs> brook. Like, the brook in the yard where I grew up would be perfect. Oh, my God. I don't know if a kayak a would actually fit, but... <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. So that's what I need in my life. Okay. So we're done with that. Yep. 
dude, which I'm totally creeped out about now. The dinosaur in the lake? Yeah. Yes, yes I am. So in, uh, one of the most well-known uh, urban legends, or I don't even know if it's an urban legend, but what they tell you is don't take lava rocks from Hawaii. Were you told that when you were there? We didn't go to any volcanoes, so we wouldn't have okay. had the chance. Um, we did an island tour, but we went to Honolulu. So like down where we were was the city. And yes, there's a really nice beach there, but there's not anything. Okay. And then we went up to the North shore where they have really big waves. And then we went to the place where Jurassic Park was filmed. Cool. Um, the place where... It was like the beach where some really old movie, like they are like kissing on the beach and like rolling around. It was filmed there. Like a movie from my grand, it's like super famous from like my grandma being younger days was filmed there. So we saw those spots, but there was not, we didn't see any volcanoes. Okay. So it says, if you've been to Hawaii, even once you're familiar with the curses that come when you take the lava rocks from the islands, but apparently you're not, you're not. Nope. So lies. Park rangers across Hawaii are all too happy to regale visitors with stories of boxed rocks mailed back to them from all over the world, sometimes with a letter from the rock taker detailing his remorse. A cautionary tale with a sprinkling of the supernatural keeps everyone on their best behavior. So again... Don't know if it's a real story or if it's something they tell the tourists. Of course. If you take this, you will be cursed. Now, I don't remember all of the... The episode, but when mm-hmm. I was younger, there was a Brady Bunch episode. Oh, yeah. And my husband's like, are you going to talk about the Brady Bunch When episode? they got the little talisman yeah, thing, the and little, then they like, were tiki. surfing, and everything it was, was happening. It was a big person. Yeah. So, anyway, just shout out to Brady Bunch, <laughs> because, yes, they, they did discuss, like, that's funny. something to do with being cursed if in you take Hawaii. something in Hawaii. So, yeah. That's pretty yeah. funny. So, those I thought were pretty interesting, and that I would see, that would, I would never, I wouldn't even touch a piece of lava yeah. rock if I went to Hawaii now. I'd be like, no, thank you. That's like old chair. I love antiques. I think they're amazing and beautiful and good for people. Oh, right. Do, you and your no, old chairs I thing. would not sit in an old well, chair. Well, so that, no. the lava rock thing reminds me, because isn't it like if you take, if you cut down like Joshua trees or like, I know it's illegal, but if you take pieces of them, it's supposed to be the same thing. Like, if you take a branch from one or something, it's like sure. supposed to be like a curse. I bet. So. No, I would leave it. No, I would not you. do anything to anything in nature. I don't even like nature in my house because it's like, <laughs> if you have a potted plant, there's like bugs in it because there's like soil bugs that come. No, I don't. No, thank you. You can stay outside. That's just, you can get rid of them with a little soap and I water. don't need nature in my house <laughs> of any kind. Yeah. I, no. I don't mind plants, but. Wait, so I have my last. Is that your last one? Uh, I mean, there are more, but yeah, we could. Okay. Be, well, because yeah. I have my last urban legend. Okay. So. My last urban urban legend, and I don't think you're going to even believe that this is something that people in the world think, but the last urban legend is that Idaho isn't real. Oh. Yep. So much like people who think the earth is flat and think that um, Australia isn't real, because if the earth is flat, Australia is a made-up construct for people who believe that the earth is round. Okay. But there's people from Australia. Yeah, but Australia they don't. Real, they're not really there, right? So the Idaho, the Idaho legend goes like this: Every now and then, someone and this I'm reading this from a um, a blog post. Every now and then, someone, this writer included, will refer to Idaho as if it were an actual place, but in an Americanized form of the Bleelfeld conspiracy. And according to dozens of web pages, which have genuinely as well as facetiously called into question the very existence of 
Idaho, as a physical location, the gem state simply does not exist. Hmm. We're not alone, mind you. North Dakota doesn't exist either. But like the original Bleelfeld movement overseas, the rationale against Idaho's actuality can be boiled down to three premises. Do you know anybody from Idaho? I don't. I do. Do you have you ever been to Idaho? I have not. I have. Okay. Do you know anybody who has ever been to Idaho? I do. Yes, it's me. (laughs) For most, though, the answer is no. So therefore, Idaho cannot be. To many, Idaho is simply an urban legend, much like the idea that the earth is round. In fact, the general consensus is that Idaho was put on the map because cartographers needed a barrier to separate Utah from Canada and protect Montana from Washington, or vice versa. But to those of us who live here in Idaho, or do we, one explanation is that (laughs) Idaho is a government-operated mind-control vacuum. Oh, nice. Another population is that Idaho, or postulation, is that Idaho exists, but only as a state of mind. Mind. The whole debacle stirs up a plethora of very real philosophical arguments. Does it? Does it? I'm pretty sure it does exist. But People according do live to there. Conspira- you've been there. Hold on. But according to conspiracy <laughs> logic, if, if you feel like you're living in Idaho right now, odds are it is simply the result of other conspiracies at work. Your own private Idaho. So I have been to Idaho. I flew into Idaho and I went to Sensi's headquarters. And if you've ever bought Sensi from me, because most of my friends who listen to the podcast have, or my family, or just if you've ever bought Sensi, uh, every single box and every single bar of wax says like made in Idaho. And the shipping location is Idaho. Idaho. So. And the call centers in Idaho. Yeah, everything is. It's real. Like, like this month, I'm going to Utah for Sensi's convention. And because they're in Idaho, they're driving the trucks down with a bunch of stuff because it's so close. So it is a real place, in fact, and indeed. But I just thought that that was crazy that the urban legend is that the state doesn't even exist. Um, How do you think those sorts of things even get started as being a thing. Conspiracy theorists, but, just like all the QAnon theories and everything else. Like, just like Australia isn't real. I'm sorry, we have famous people who are Australian and who speak in a dialect. You're telling me that they're like, what? Robots aliens? the government made? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I just, I think I don't understand conspiracy theories in general. Or right. Like believing some that are just so, so incredibly... Right provable like right. i don't well that's it. the thing like we get tons of potatoes from idaho so how do you <laughs> think like you don't think that's real i, I can potatoes. promise you idaho loves potatoes they have potato candy it's not made out of potatoes uh. it's just shaped like a potato uh. and they have potato ice cream that's like ice cream that they roll in like cocoa powder to look like a potato why do i suspect they have like potato fairs and oh yeah probably you know potato everything i think for new year's they drop a potato instead of like a ball like oh they drop a big yes. potato Good. So, it's a real place. It does exist, and it's actually really beautiful. And actually, one of my friends lives there. Um, She lives near where Sensi is, so... Next time you speak with your friend, ask her if she's ever, you know had to argue her position that actually you know she actually I will, does exist i, will I mean she lives her. in a state that exists i'll message her and see what she says because i'm curious about that like have you ever met somebody who thinks your state just isn't even you know a thing right That's well i mean th- like i said i keep going back to this because there's people who think like idaho yes is a bigger state but 
Australia is a huge, <laughs> huge place. Like, That's it's a country and it's a continent. continent. So yeah, it's, it's like, it's huge and people think it's fake. I mean, well, I can't. We can't but even, people also can't think the earth is flat that. because right. the map is flat. But it's like, but a globe is round. So what? Ask any pilot yeah. how they feel about that. The earth is round. <laughs> Um, and well, I'm going to tell you that I just have one last one. Okay. Because I forgot that this is sort of a super important one because it has to do with the wrath of Pele. Oh, okay. The volatile volcano goddess. Pele is the goddess of fire and volcanoes who appears in many stories in Hawaiian folklore. The goddess of creation and destruction lives high atop Kilauea, one of the most active volcanoes in the world. She is, she's passionate and hot-tempered, and when angered, she'll send lava rushing down the mountain, eating up towns and dramatically shaping the landscape at her whim. Oh, okay. She is no joke. She's also known to sometimes take human form. Drivers have reported seeing an old woman with white hair walking along the road who accepts their offer for a ride and climbs in the back seat. When the driver later turns to look at her, she's vanished. Now, I've also read another one that didn't say that particular thing. They said that if you're driving down a road in Hawaii and you see an old woman with white hair, you need to stop and offer her a ride. Like, right. because it's Pele, and if you don't, bad things will happen to you, like, if you just pass her by. Oh, God. So, that's what I had read. That's terrifying. So, so just FYI out there, if you're visiting Hawaii... <laughs> and you're driving... Offer the lady a ride, because it's Pele. Oh, my gosh. She's that's watching crazy. you. Well, this has been another successful Urban Legends episode. There's some wild stories out there. Three. There is. The states are crazy. Stay crazy. Especially Idaho. Yeah, especially Idaho. Is it real? Is it not? Did I get kidnapped and taken somewhere else that's a government control facility? I don't know. know. Apparently. Maybe everybody's in cahoots in that. (laughs) Yeah fake area. Me and the 40 other people who went there for that week yeah. of training were definitely not really in Idaho. Not really in Idaho, no. <laughs> nope. So, if you want to see any of the photos that we discussed in this episode, and I definitely suggest going to see the Bear Lake Monster <laughs> pictures, because what even is that? Yeah. Please go to our Instagram at Coworkers Killing Time. If you have any information, or you just want to tell us if you think Idaho is real or fake, you can email us at CoworkersKillingTime at gmail.com. Yes. Visit our Facebook page by searching for Coworkers Killing Time Podcast, and you can download all of our episodes and listen to them there and see all of our Instagram photos if you do not have Instagram. And then lastly, the best way to support our show is by subscribing, liking, and downloading our episodes. As we speak, we are on a download journey to a big milestone. So please download our episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Please help. Thank you guys so much. And we'll be back next week with a new episode. Bye. Bye.